Good morning everybody and thank you for joining me for our devotion again this week. We're back with 1st John and we're ending off chapter 4 today. 1st John chapter 4 verses 13 through to 21. It is a little bit of a longer passage that we're dealing with today, a longer section of uh, John or 1st John rather than what we have been doing. But I do want to do this whole this whole bit because it uh, gives us a clear, crisp message, and we shall see that now. First John four thirteen to twenty one. This is how we know that we live in Him and He in us. He has given us of His Spirit, and we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Like I said, this bit is a little bit longer than what we used to. But the point is this. Our expression of love is an indicator of our relationship with God. How we express our love is indicative of our relationship with God. And let me explain this in two thoughts. Firstly, it's a vertical expression of love. How we love God. And the order is clear and simple. He has given us His Spirit. His Spirit opens our eyes to the fact that we need a Savior and that Jesus is the Savior, the Son of God. If we acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God and acknowledge Christ as Savior, then God lives in us. And if we know that God lives in us, then we know that we rely upon His love to sustain us and keep us going. Therefore, if we have perfect love, love that can only come from God, if we know how to love because the love comes from God, we need not fear judgment a day. We need not fear that we will be punished when he comes back to judge the world. Because in that love, we will know that we are saved by his righteousness. So there's a lot to handle there. But the point is this. If we've got this vertical relationship right, if we know that we know that we know that God loves us, then we know what love is. Even though we haven't seen him, we know what love is because we know who he is. And if we've got that kind of love, we know that we are going to be with him forever. We're going to come into his presence with gladness and singing. We're not going to be fearful because of the judgment that awaits the unrighteous. Likewise, that expression of love extends horizontally to our brothers and sisters in Christ. If we claim to love God, but we hate one another, we don't know what love is. That means the vertical relationship is wrong. There's something, there's something incorrect there. There's something that probably doesn't exist there. Because the only way we can love one another is if we know the love of God, or at least love one another properly. 
if we start with the horizontal relationship, that's going to come from my flesh. That's going to come from my sinful nature. And it's not going to be perfect love because nothing good can come from the flesh. But if I start with a horizontal, uh, a vertical love, then I know that that love is good and made perfect because it comes from God. And God is good. That being said, one of the greatest errors we make in, in this uh, little phrase that we have, God is love. One of the greatest errors that we make is misunderstanding what that means. We misunderstand the love of God. Now when John says God is love, he does not mean that God is whatever kind of love you have ever experienced in your life. The love that you have for your dog or a good book or even a romantic interest is not an expression of God's love. That's a horizontal expression of love without the vertical attachment. Now those kinds of love can come from that agape love that comes from God. But it needs to start here. It can't start here. For instance, I might love fried greasy food. Now that's not a very good love to have. And I could hardly say that God is love. Therefore, if I love fried greasy food, that's a good thing. How can that be the same love of God? God's love is a unique kind of love, agape love, that can only come from Him. It is made complete in Him. In the Greek, it translates to it's perfectly perfect or completely complete. That's the expression of how full and how true and how perfect it is. It's perfectly perfect. Now secondly, while love may be, some people say, the strongest kind of emotion, to say that God is love does not mean that God is only love. Unfortunately, when we look at that God is love, we tend to eclipse uh, other attributes of God, such as his creativity, his goodness, his justice, his, his all-knowingness, his all-powerfulness. Love cannot eclipse God's other attributes. Rather, to know that God is love is to know that his agape love is so perfectly perfect and unique to him that it cannot exist without him. It cannot exist apart from him. It cannot is, it cannot to be apart from him. Now, the word is is a difficult word because sometimes we just want to put an equal sign there. So God equals love. But that's not the idea being conveyed here. The idea is that God's love is so unique to him that it cannot exist without him. It cannot exist apart from him. Therefore, God is love. What a blessing it is to know that he loved us first with the most perfect kind of love and that by him living in us we know that we have to rely on that perfect kind of love and that by our expression of that love we can know that we are saved because our uh, fear a perfect love drives out all fear and so we can enter into his presence with gladness with joy with confidence not afraid of judgment because we know that he loves us with that perfectly perfect agape love. And if he loves us with that perfectly agape kind of love, that's the kind of love we need to have in our expression uh, to other people as well. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this word. Thank you for your love. Thank you that it's not a human kind of love, that it's not our faulty kind of love, but it's a perfectly perfect unique agape kind of love that only comes from you. Thank you for loving us first. Thank you for setting the precedent for love.
Without you, we would not know what true love is. And thank you that in your completely complete love, we can know all fear is driven out. We can come to you with confidence and celebration. We can rely upon that perfectly perfect love from you to keep us going. Forgive us where we've claimed to love you and hated our brothers and sisters. Help us to express that love that you have expressed to us. That we might not be found wanting in this area, but that we will love because you loved us first. We bless you and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen.